John 1, 14-18 The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning Him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because He was before me. Out of His fullness we have all received grace and place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God but the one and only Son, who is Himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made Him known. Has anyone ever spoken the truth to you? And when they do, is that primarily highlight good or bad news? I'd endeavor to say it is nearly exclusively referring to bad news. You see a headline that says, The Cold Hard Truth and it is never good news. You hear an adult say of a teenager, sometimes they just need to hear the truth, and it is always referring to speaking harsh words. The words, I need to be honest with you about something, are always setting the stage for the inevitable sinking of your stomach. We do this in Christianity as well. One of the most common phrases I hear when someone must share something difficult is that they are just speaking the truth in love. It isn't that any of this is necessarily wrong, per se. The truth can be hard to hear. It can crush us when a mirror is held up and we see an ugly side of ourselves we weren't aware of before. Our relationships can shatter when we learn the truth about what our best friend did. But whenever I read this passage, I often pause because it makes me think it isn't using that word truth in the same way we use it. Verse 17 says that the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So, Jesus brought grace, forgiveness, redemption, good news, but also truth? The cold hard truth, bad news? Let's take a second to examine this word in other contexts. In John 14, 6, Jesus says that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through him. In this context, Jesus isn't speaking a hard truth, but a beautiful one. Access to the Father is found in Jesus. This is the true story of eternal salvation. In Ephesians 4.15, this is where we get the phrase, speaking the truth in love. But in the context of this passage, Paul is discussing how God gave different people different gifts to build the body of Christ into unity, into maturity. As opposed to being confused by different teaching, we speak the truth in love to one another that the whole body may come into maturity. The truth here, then, is just another word for the gospel. In speaking the truth in love, we are speaking the truths of the gospel to each other. Finally, back to our passage today, we see that Moses brought about the law, that which we should do. But Christ brings about the gospel, that which Christ has done for us. Any understanding of the truth which thinks of it as speaking the law, crushing, embarrassing, and hindering us, is inconsistent with the way this word is used in the Bible here and elsewhere. This highlights our struggle to get beyond an understanding of the Christian faith as one defined primarily by earning and effort instead of grace and forgiveness. All three occasions I highlighted each have the same root word in the original language as well, it isn't that these truths spoken of are hard things we hear about ourselves, but trustworthy and reliable things we hear about the action of God.
We do not operate under a religion that believes in superstition, but one grounded in reality, grounded in an actual person, one who truly lived, truly died, and indeed rose from the dead. As Isaiah 53.9 says, there was no deceit in his mouth. Finally, it says in our passage that Jesus was full of grace and truth. He is sheer, pure, utter, and absolute grace. He is not waiting to pull the rug of the law on you, all of a sudden asking for you to pick up on your end of the bargain. God's disposition to us in Christ is one totally and thoroughly defined by grace, and that is a truth you can bank on. Your word of encouragement today comes from Luther's sermon on this section. What if all this is but a fallacious hope? No, says the evangelist. This is not a fictitious and false grace. It is a grace free from hypocrisy, deceit, and duplicity. It makes all the words and actions of the Son not only pleasing to the Father, dear to Him and cherished, but also genuine and sincere and the absolute truth. It is a real grace. Christ did not have to earn this grace. It was His by nature. All His words are true and reliable without deceit and falsehood. His words are not only gracious or full of grace, but also true.